You are listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. BGTT call. Today is Wednesday, September the 8th, 2021. Just want to introduce Wayne Antle. So Wayne Antle, I've known for several years. He's a Mac user and runs our Mac users small group that we have on Tuesdays. And he's also an iPhone user, and he's he's very knowledgeable about all things Mac and iPhone. And he was telling us recently about QR codes, and we were talking about them. We thought this would be a good way to kick off uh, September to talk about QR codes because we're using them so much now in um, for COVID things. And for restaurants and other things now, they're becoming much more common and even for some um, other other activities as well. So thank you, Wayne, for this. Thanks, Kim. And uh, yeah, I am, as Kim said, I'm a Mac user and an, and an iPhone user. And uh, but I, uh, I always learn, too, from like the Mac users group. Uh, we learn from each other and, and through GTT. Uh, we learn from each other on, uh, on uh, using, for me, it's using uh, iOS and the iPhone. Um, yeah, uh, Kim asked me to talk a little bit about QR codes. Kim asked me to talk about QR codes. And uh, as you no doubt, as you are no doubt aware, QR codes are becoming uh, increasingly uh, commonly used in places. I've encountered them mainly in uh, restaurants. Uh, especially during COVID, because uh, restaurants don't want to give you a physical menu. So a lot of times they'll have a QR code on the, uh, on the table, for instance, that you can use to read the menu. Uh, they're also being used, I believe, and, and this may become more prevalent in the future, uh, as part of some province's vaccine passport system where your phone may have a QR code that needs to be scanned. And I, I think you'll see increased developments in this. Um, advertisers can also use them uh, to link you to their websites or to embed text or information. So um, it's, it's really useful to be able to, to uh, access these QR codes. Uh, Q, I did a little bit of research before for this call, and apparently, because I was always wondering, what are what what is a QR code? Well, QR apparently stands for Quick Response Code, and apparently, it was developed in the early '90s in Japan and put on uh, for car manufacturing, so they could track the car's uh, parts as it moved through the assembly line. But they've become a lot more prevalent uh, lately in the past. Probably, I would say in the past two or three years, there's been an explosion of QR codes. So what I'm going to talk about today is using the iPhone to read QR codes. And during the discussion, I'm going to talk about the iPhone, but during the discussion after, <clears throat> if somebody has any experience uh, of reading QR codes with Android, uh, please, please share that with us. So... My main source of information for this presentation was uh, there's an Applebiz podcast uh, done by Thomas Donville. Um, and it, it, it's a very good podcast on, on uh, 
reading QR codes with your iPhone. So if, if you need a refresher, need to listen, you can also, uh, I think this will be a podcast, but that's another source, this Apple Viz podcast. So jumping right in, there are three ways to read a QR code with your iPhone. The first way, and this is the way, uh, if the uh, first time I encountered one and, and I didn't know what to do, the server actually said, oh, open your camera. So this may be the way that a lot of people first try to do it. If you open your camera on your iPhone <clears throat> and uh, make sure it's, uh, you're using the rear facing camera, uh, which I think is the default when you open the camera, the, you basically, when you have a QR code, uh, you have to locate it. So you may need you may need some help in locating it, or sometimes it's on a, like a sticker on the table, so you can feel the sticker. Um, you once you open the camera, you position the camera over the QR code or where you think it is. And I find <clears throat> raising, making sure the phone is at least a foot above the QR code, maybe even a little bit more, 12 to 15 inches above. Maybe like, for example, if you rest your elbow on the table and your hand is tilted, that might be a good height for it. Um, be aware of where the camera is, the lens is on your phone. On mine, I have an iPhone 12, and I think in most phones, iPhones, it's in the upper right back corner. So that, that's where, that's the area you want to point over the QR code. So when, if you have your camera open as if you're ready to take a picture and you position the iPhone uh, lens, camera lens above the QR code, once the camera detects the QR code, there'll be a notification pop up on your phone. And so in most cases, it'll be a website that the QR code will activate. I'll, I'll use the example of I'm in a restaurant and they have a QR code on the table. So I hold, with the camera open, I would hold my iPhone lens above the QR code. When the iPhone detects the QR code, a notification will pop up. And that notification uh, with voiceover is usually found at the top of the screen. So when you put your finger up, you'll hear it say notification. You double tap that, and it will open the web page. So with the camera, it's sort of a two-step process. Open the camera, or three-step, I guess. Open the camera, position the lens above the QR code, and then activate the notification. So that's, <clears throat> that's method one. It's not my favorite method, by the way, but, but it will work. Method two is you can add a button to control center that will read QR codes. The way you do that is uh, you go into your settings, swipe down till you hear it say control center, open that setting option, and there'll be a list of what controls are included, currently included in your control center. And then there's a list under the heading more controls and you can insert any of those controls. And one of them is code reader. 
So you double tap code reader and that'll be inserted in your control center. So once it's inserted in your control center, it's there for you to use. So anytime you encounter a QR code, you can open your control center. And uh, the easiest way to do this, I find, is uh, focus, put your voiceover focus on uh, the status bar, like where your memory, uh, where your like cellular battery, all that is. Once your focus is there, just by touching up there once, uh, flick up on your phone with three fingers. I'm just going to try this when I'm talking to you. I just want to make sure. Yeah, swipe up with three fingers and that opens control center. And if you swipe down, once you put code reader in there, the last button will be code reader. Double tap that and your phone will say find code to scan. So once that's open, you position your iPhone over the code in the same way as you did when the camera, when you use camera. But the beauty of this one is you don't get a notification. It automatically activates the QR code. So for instance, if there's a restaurant menu, for instance, when, you, when the phone finds that code, it will open the menu. You have no notification, double tap. It's just uh, automatically it activates it. Uh, so that's, that's method number two. And I saved the best for last. Method number three is use Siri. If you activate Siri and just say, read QR code, it will open. Whether that button is in control center or not, it will open the code reader. So all you have to do is say, uh, I won't say it here because my phone will go off. You can say, hey, S lady, or hold in your home or side button, depending on which model phone you have. Till you hear the beep beep and just say open QR reader or read QR code. There's a number of things it'll recognize. It will open that and then you can just hold it over the QR code in the same way that you did with the camera. And it will, when, when it finds the QR code, it will activate it. There's no notification. So they, they are the three methods for reading QR codes. Uh, again, the, the best tips that I can give are that hold your phone at least a foot above the code and know where your camera lens is. Uh, in my case, it's the upper right-hand uh, corner of my iPhone. So what I do sometimes, actually, is if there's a sticker, like if I can feel on the table, uh, the waitress or the, the server comes and says, your barcode is here. And, you know, I can feel the sticker where it is. I'll actually put my phone right down on it, the camera lens, and lift it up, straight up, about a foot. Um, at, well, first I'll say open, uh, open Q or read QR code. Once that says find the code to scan, I'll position my phone right on the sticker and raise it straight up about 12 inches. And that usually works to identify it and open the web page. And I, I should say, and somebody may have more information on this, but apparently there are a lot of free QR code creators out, pre, uh, apps out there where you can actually create your own QR code. Oh, you wow. use them as labels. 
And that might be something people want to explore down the road. I haven't done that because uh, I use a pen frame, but that's another use for QR codes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the advantage of a QR code is that it'll hold more information. Is that correct? Than a, than a barcode? Um, I'm guessing, I'm not sure. I think the advantage of the QR code is, you may be right. I think it mainly, it's a way of, yeah, embedding information or uh, they're used a lot for links so that you don't need to type uh, a long URL. An advertiser or a company can quickly do that for you using the QR code. Thank you, Wayne. That was a great little explanation there. And I'm just, just getting involved with the QR codes too. And you are correct. Last Yesterday, um, the British Columbia government started issuing QR codes for the vaccine passport. And my question to you centered around that, can, can QR codes, like, do, do you need a special device to read them? And here's where I'm coming from, because I, I went and got my QR code yesterday and I got it on my phone. And then I went to read it on my iPad and it wants to send me to a retail establishment. So I guess my question is, will the restaurants or the clubs or the facilities that are going to determine whether I can enter their facility moving forward, will they have a, a, a special device that will give them a different reading on their code? My understanding, and I'm not, uh, I'm just going from news articles I read, is the QR code that's on your, uh, the app that the provinces are developing has two components to it. It, uh, it will put the QR code uh, on your phone and there's a companion app that the restaurants will have that will extract information from that QR code, like the fact that you're fully vaccinated. But I, I think in developing this, the real challenge is, of course, privacy. Uh, the QR code is linking uh, to, obviously, to some of your medical stuff because it has the proof of your vaccination. And you want to protect your privacy. So I'm not really sure of the ins and outs of how this works. In the case of the Vax, I think it's more the restaurant that will be reading your QR code. It'll come up on your phone and they'll read it to show that you're fully vaccinated. It's not a barcode that you would read yourself. That, no, that's my understanding. Yeah, no, because that, that's that's what I tried to do. I mean, I have the QR yeah. The, the process of obtaining one was quite simple and it, and it's quite yeah. an elaborate QR code. I mean, there's, there's a million little dots and it's sort of the largest yeah. QR code I've ever seen physically, but I guess I wondered whether, you know, it, it required a special reading tool to read it that, that generated something differently than me trying to read it on my phone. Because I that think just, it does actually, I think the app, what I read, I think the app uh, does both. It provides the reading awesome. part for the restaurant. But I'm now I'm only going from news articles, so I don't. Yeah, no worries. Sure, I, same, same yeah, same yeah. With me, I just it just piqued my interest. Yeah. So uh, appreciate it. Thanks for that. No problem. You partly answered the question. I was just thinking about the QR code. Like, uh, is uh, like for the vaccine card? Well, it uh, well, how would they be scanning it? Do, do do they have their own unit, or how how would they know? Like. I'm guessing, uh, like, uh, every iPhone has a QR code reader built into it. And, uh, but 
I'm guessing that they, whether there's a special app they would have on their device uh, to read that barcode above and beyond the built-in one, I'm not sure. But every, every iPhone has the ability to read a QR code. And, and there's no app you download, there's no software you need. But I think there may be, um, because of the sensitivity of this issue, there may be an app that, uh, that the province uh, has developed. I know Ontario is still working on developing the app. So I don't think you would be able, let's say I could hold my iPhone over the barcode on your phone I don't think I would get anything out of that because of the privacy concerns, but I'm not sure. Hi, everybody. Uh, hi, Wayne and everybody. So, Wayne, I was hoping that you would engage the techie part of my brain in this session and um, and give us a little bit of background as to you know how those little dots work and how many dots there are and therefore how many characters one could have. So, just as background, you know, for barcodes, I, I did an implementation of this about 30 years ago. So those, you know, there's like three widths of stripes, and then there's yeah. two widths of spaces, and add that up all together, and roughly speaking, you can do 11 numerical digits. So uh, I was hoping you could, you know, give us some kind of idea as to how, because I know with the QR codes, there's like different sizes. There's a eight by eight to 16 by 16, God knows how many after that. Uh, some idea of, about how that works. And when you think if it's a web address, I mean, dub, 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 dot, something, 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 that's got to be 20 or 30 alphanumeric characters. That's an awful lot of bits and bytes. Does anybody have any idea how that works? Personally, I, I don't, I, I'm not a, like a programmer. I don't know. You are right about the barcode. They're pretty standard. Actually, sometimes uh, if you know, like there's certain codes, like the first number can tell you like which store. There's a, there's a set format for a barcode. I think QR codes are a lot more flexible, but the actual technology behind it, um, I wouldn't be able to explain it. Um, they, I, it's not a simple case of like one dot corresponds to a letter of a link because because bar, uh, QR codes, most of the times I've seen them, they link to a website. But my understanding is they can be used to track things. They can be used to bring up text uh, that might be associated with them. Uh, they're also linked recently. They can be used for augmented reality. Um, in terms of identifying uh, objects placement in three-dimensional space. Uh, how that works, I wouldn't have any idea, but that is the leading edge use of now is with AR. Uh, so you're gonna see a lot more of them, but the actual technology behind it, uh, I don't know if anybody else can give an explanation. Uh, I can. NBC, as it was announced yesterday and Corey brought it up, um, what they're what they'll be able to do and you're correct they the uh, establishments will have be able to have an app that they use to uh, read the qr code now they don't actually have to read it if it's on your phone or if you come in with a uh, paper uh, copy because if you're fully vaccinated um, it is in 
the card is in green. If you've had one vaccination, um, it's blue. And if you haven't had any, you just get, <laughs> you don't count in gray. Um, and what they're doing is, is uh, up until mid-October, you'll be able to just have the one vaccine and get it, gain entrance. Come the, towards the end of October, you will need both. Um, so you'll need to have a green card. So they'll just see the green card. They'll either just uh, slide you through. If there's a concern, um, they'll ask for a second piece of ID and scan the QR code. Now, Ottawa I did some investigation this morning. Ottawa has a specific uh, privacy um, uh, policy around using QR codes around uh, health and especially around the vaccine. So the only thing they can read is that you've had one or two vaccines. That's it. And your name. And that's it. No other uh, information is going in these QR codes at this time. I mean, who knows what they'll take them to at another time. But at this time, that's it. It's just to prove you've had the you've been vaccinated. And um, Corey had mentioned to me that it's only right now, it's only going to January 2022. So I guess at that point, they'll decide whether to extend it or increase something. Um, if I guess they could add boosters later on if that becomes an issue, but that's what's happening in BC. And um, again, they're using iPads and um, iPhones to read uh, the QR codes and they will have a little app to do that. So that's all I had to say about that. Yeah, that's good because it's going to be interesting. Like when, when it eventually comes there, um, I mean, when like I can, uh, when my wife, when Heather, uh, when we get our barcodes, I'll I'll uh, have her bring hers up on her iPad, and I'll just hold my iPhone over it and see if it reads it. But uh, without the special app, but my guess is you'll need for for something that sensitive. I don't think the built-in barcode reader would give you the same information, but I'm not sure. I just wonder because Corey's getting. Um... Uh, what did you say a tire shop or something I'm just wondering if um, there's an activation date like even though we have our QR codes on our cards unless you have that app you can't activate it or you can't read it or and yet they're still saying don't send it out on the internet because it's a privacy document um, I'm just wondering do when these apps read them, does the government have control over whether when they can deactivate those codes through uh, their computer system that they're not readable anymore? That was an interesting thought I had about, are they going to sit in the, in the ethernet um, for the rest of my life? Or does the government have a way to delete them off all of our files so that they they are no longer valid that i can't get a, a question answered from government yet but what's your thoughts on that um i that's a good question and um i don't know either i i never thought of that actually but uh, um you know because the qr code is obviously linking 
to something. How it's working in the background, I don't know. It has to be, like I'm, I'm assuming in Ontario, it has to be linked somehow to our all hit cards, uh, just to the vaccination data that's, that's, that's collected by all hit. Um, you know, whether that can be disabled, uh, I really don't know. I know they, they all the provinces have said it's it's a temporary this is a temporary measure, I guess until you know we reach herd immunity and, and COVID hopefully eventually uh, just becomes another uh, you know another illness that's not as severe that we have to live with. But uh, uh, you know how they would disable it, I I don't know. I know in the in the case of standard QR codes, a lot of times if they're not kept up to date, you could encounter, for example, a broken link because all it's doing is directing you to a URL. And if that URL is broken, uh, you won't get any information from the QR code. But how it works with the health system, I, I don't know. I don't know if anybody else has read anything about that. My question was how my husband downloaded a uh, app and it's supposed to have all his medical on it, but he's waiting for a QR code. How do we go about getting a QR code? How do we, how do we get one? Well, in his case, I guess it's the um, it's the uh, uh, the provider would give him the QR code because there's all kinds of uh, QR code generators. Uh, as I said, some are free, some are paid. Uh, you can generate your own QR code if you want with the with the numerous free apps. But in so his case, with medication. I would guess that whether it's, I'm not sure if he's getting it from the pharmacy or from uh, the provincial uh, Department of Health, but they would be the ones to generate that barcode and send it. Well, this app is supposed to have his vaccinations on it also to be able to show that he's had his vaccinations. So uh, we're just wondering how you go about, you know, who do you get your, who do you generally get your uh, QR code from? You know, if you want it for your, your, you know, to prove that you've been vaccine, have vaccinations. And what province are you in? Alberta. Okay. Yeah. No, that's maybe somebody in Alberta because every province is developing their own system. I wish they had a national system, mm. but right. uh, every province is, well, I shouldn't say every, some provinces are still not developing one, but Ontario's in the process of developing one. Alberta, I don't know if theirs is developed yet or not. So if somebody living in Alberta could speak to that. Uh, I was just going to comment what Heather said there is basically what I was going to say. But Lois brought up the other question. In BC, we have the BC Services app, which not everyone has downloaded, but that gives you access to all of your medical information. Uh, and when I went to sign up yesterday or I tried it out, I was going to see if it was accessible. I went to my BC services app and immediately there was an option to download, download the QR code for the, the, uh, vaccination card. And then what you do apparently is you can take a screenshot of that so that you just take and show it when you go in. Now, whether the QR reader that the restaurants have read that, I'm not sure, but I'm assuming that's part of where the QR code is in. 
There's also, in the case of BC, it's just a, you go to the gov.bc.ca backslash vaccine card. Uh, and that's where you can apply for the, for the, uh, either the cards or get the QR code. But it was associated with the BC, my uh, BC services app. So I don't know if the other provinces are attaching it to their medical apps or not, but I would, I would probably think so, Lewis. I think you're right. I think that's the way it's going to work. I know in Ontario they said, and I assume all the provinces are the same, that you would ha you'd be able to download an app, but you didn't have to have the app. You could also have a paper version. Um, and because, uh, so what I would suggest uh, is to call uh, contact or go on the Alberta Health website or, or mm -hmm. give the uh, Alberta Health a call to ask them uh, what's mm -hmm. available. Um, basically, what I was wondering is, like, how does a person go about uh, getting one of these cards or the app? Like, where do we go to get it? I think, uh, like, uh, like, this is... Uh, these questions are, are really difficult to answer because every, as I said, every province is different. And mm -hmm. uh, when I prepared for this, I was more or less focusing on using your phone to read the barcodes that you get like in businesses, newspaper articles, restaurants. <clears throat> but um, now that they're becoming used for vaccines, it's sort of the other end of the scale. How do you get the code so others can read it? And again, every province has its own system. And mm -hmm. what I would suggest is looking on your province's health website or calling, uh, your, calling your, your provincial department of health and, and asking them because uh, like Quebec has one. Uh, I think Alberta is developing one. BC is. Ontario is in the process of developing one. I believe there's still some provinces that aren't. I don't think Manitoba is going to, or they're not, they haven't announced yet that they're going to develop one. Newfoundland is coming up with one, but they're all under provincial jurisdiction. So mm -hmm. you really have to contact your own particular Department of Health or look on their website and, uh, and see how the system will work in your province. I believe they'll all involve give you different options. I believe they'll allow you to download an app that will generate the QR code so you can display it on your phone. But I also believe that for those people who don't want or don't have a smartphone, there is the option to have a card or printed, have a paper version of it. And again, right. these are questions sort of for your, uh, for your provincial department of health to see like when the system is going to come in place and how it will work, and how you will get proof of your vaccination. I had a couple of quick questions. One is, um, if you have your QR code on your phone that someone needs to read, if you have screen curtain on, so your phone is screen is black, does it mean that uh, they can't read it? Do you have to turn your phone uh, screen curtain off so that they can 
scan your QR code? That was my first question. My second question is, does anyone know if the flip side of these QR codes is accessible, meaning um, do we know anyone who's in the service industry who would need to use the app that interprets and how accessible that is? Does anyone have any thoughts on either of those? Your first question, I would say, yes, you would need to turn your screen curtain off. And you can do that, of course, by, by uh, triple tapping with three fingers on your phone if you have the screen curtain off. And, and voiceover will say screen curtain on, screen curtain off. Because QR codes work by a camera lens identifying the information embedded in the code. So it needs to see the code. So you would need to turn your screen curtain off uh, when you uh, when you uh, you know are going into the restaurant, so that the or into any business, uh, so that the uh, uh, the person there can can use their device to read the code. As for your second question, that's a really good question because um, you know it it, it could impact somebody's in, uh, employment uh, if they can't use the app. And I'd really like to I, I'd be interested to see if the app on the other end is accessible too. I would hope it would be, but uh, I, haven't, I haven't thought of that, but I think it's a really good a point and something we should watch for. That's a really good point. The second part of that is, you know, if you're working in one of these establishments and, uh, and you know, you're, you're the gatekeeper, so to speak, um, can you use the app to read the person's barcode and get the information from it accessibly? I would hope you can, but uh, if anybody has any experience with that, I, I'd certainly like to know as well. Just so you know, Manitoba actually does use QR codes. They were one of the first in the country to oh, set okay. that up. Sorry, Saskatchewan, um, I think I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah Saskatchewan was thinking yeah. about it. But uh, yeah. most people are waiting for, a lot of the provinces are waiting for the feds to do a national one because that's that's the plan mind you how long that'll take who knows um and and just in terms of the um where you get these all of these you're exactly right the best thing to do is on google just type in your province name um and then say uh, vaccine passport or vaccine information or healthcare. uh online healthcare information, something like that. And you will get that information. It'll come up with the government websites that'll share that with you. Every, as you said, everybody's different. Um, the idea that a person um, with a disability, such as uh, we have, um, being able to, because they never think of us in, in the, as being employees, they always think of us as being either customers or um the downtrodden that we might have a job um, at, th- at this at this uh, my understanding was one of the issues was they did not want to have oh sorry this, did I miss something um, somebody um, at my MLA's office that I call all the time when I was talking to them yesterday and uh, I said, well, is this going to beep or what is it going to do? And they said they don't know because the, the app itself hasn't been um, uh, 
it's been tested, but it hasn't been announced how it's going to work. They kept, but they guaranteed me it will not speak. So it will not say pass, fail, whatever. Um, and so that's going to be a problem. Uh, it may just be a colored light or it may be a beep, but it definitely will not be um, uh, reading out your name and whether if you've had one or two vaccines. So that's it is going to be an issue for some people with disabilities using this. Um, so I just thought I'd mention that. Yeah, no, thanks. It's actually that's a good that, that isn't a really interesting question because my initial thought on all this was is the I was looking at it from the user's point of view that would the uh, app be accessible for me to log <coughs> in, enter my number, like health card number, generate the QR code. I wasn't thinking of it from the other side either, the side of the person, as I said, the gatekeeper. And we're really into a situation where it's like a, a, you're right uh for you know to uh, to be able to accessibly use this app versus the privacy rights of do you want it announced out loud uh your number of vaccines so to try to find a balance there like whether somebody could put an airpod in or um you know ways around where, where other people wouldn't wouldn't hear it or whether there was could be using the haptic engine in the iphone to like to you know, there's ways around it, but I would be surprised if somebody got that creative to make this side of it accessible. Lois, uh, Alberta does not have a QR program yet and uh, is vehemently saying they won't, but who knows. And if you want to get um, a record of all your vaccines, you just I just phoned 811 and they put one in the mail for me. Um, that's it. What type well, of card you. is it? It's not a card. It's a piece of eight by 11 paper. Oh, okay. So it's not a pocket size to laminate it. Through. No, no, nothing like that. Did you have to ask them for it? Did you have to ask somebody for that paper? Yeah. I just phoned 811 and asked them to send me one out. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. easy enough. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Kim, go ahead. I'm happy to uh, not ask another question if someone else that hasn't asked one needs would like to. Um, but my question is jumping back to your presentation, Wayne, about the QR codes. And I have yet to be in a restaurant where there was one for, for me to read. Um, if you are in a restaurant and you read it, how well does it read it? Does it just start reading out the whole menu or is there a way you can uh, negotiate around that menu to sections or how does it how does it come up when you scan the QR code for for that type of purpose okay when I use it in a restaurant uh, I ran into it uh, a couple of times here I think one time at the Mill Street uh, brew pub they have QR codes on the table when we sat on a patio uh, I, I counted that last year Actually, even traveling, when we went in a restaurant in Montreal, they had a QR code uh, at the airport. And it should have warned you about the prices they were charging, but it didn't. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, um, it, um, what it does, it opens the web page. So what I always do and, uh, is I'll put uh, 
I'm either, if I have my Bose frames on, they're linked to the phone, so I'm this, or I'll have an AirPod in so that I can uh, listen to it more easily. So it basically opens, if you use the method of, of asking Siri to read the uh, QR code, uh, when it finds it, it will just open the web page. So then uh, you're at the mercy of how accessible that menu is on the web page, because it's no different than if you had searched, found the restaurant and opened the menu. It's just that it's taking all that work out. It's opening the menu of the restaurant as it's found on their web page. Um, usually I can navigate it. Usually, uh, sometimes it's a little bit of work. Uh, if it's really well done, you can go by headings, but it's it's really uh, sort of swiping and exploring the web page like you would with any new web page. Because a lot of times some menus are, have uh, like tabs or buttons saying like appetizer, salads, mains, sandwiches. And you might have to go into that then to see the list of sandwiches. Or they may be done by headings. So it's really learning the web page of the restaurant, um, but all the QR code does is it opens that menu web page. And the, I always found, especially in a noisy restaurant, uh, it's if I got a, an earphone in, that uh, Bluetooth like AirPod or a little, uh, I got a little uh, Bluetooth earphone I use a lot, a Plantronic. So I'll put that in my ear and then I can sort of explore the menu. Uh, I did mm. run into an interesting issue, though, uh, in Montreal. Um, I had trouble using the QR code, but I got Heather to do it after because I couldn't. They had two QR codes closer, close together. One was to allow you to pay with your phone, and one was the menu. Mm. So, you know, they were not far enough apart. So <laughs> when I'd lift my phone up, I'd be over the one to pay, and it would activate, you know. Uh, you know, your Apple Pay to pay for the meal, and I didn't want to do that. So uh, I had trouble because they were too close together. But in most cases, um, there's only one QR code that links you to the menu, right? If in, in this other case, I would have had to, if Heather wasn't with me, I would have had to, like, ask the server, okay, you know, I'm going to put my phone down. Is the camera over the right QR code? Then I would lift it straight up, you know, if I was really stuck. Um, but, uh, for the most part, it, it works pretty good. It's just that you are at the mercy of how accessible the, uh, menu is. I mean, if you get in one of these horrible websites where they have like four pictures, each picture yeah. is a page of the menu, uh, then you've got a problem. Uh, I mean, there is a way of doing it, uh, and it's a convoluted way and that's a topic for another, uh, another discussion, I guess, because using different apps, you can actually import the photos and convert them to text and read the menu, but right. it, time's over by then. Yeah, if you're lucky, uh, if you're lucky, the menu, uh, in most cases, I found the menu might not have been perfect, but it was usable. Yeah, my experience with, uh, I used the QR reader at uh, Baton Rouge and at the keg as well. And it and it worked, but it was uh, it didn't give me the uh, I didn't get a totally confident feeling like you were saying, Wayne. There was yeah buttons or headings. It was it was a wee bit flaky. Yeah, uh, this might be just coincidental, but we were at a Italian restaurant at the train yards uh, a couple of weeks ago, 
week and a half ago, and the menu was uh, just a laminated sheet of paper, but it was legal size. And oh, that, uh, that's good. Yeah. So I I didn't know if it was full of pictures, so I just took out uh, uh, Seeing AI, and I have it set on uh, a document. That's my default document. Yeah. Just popped it open, and it said "Hold steady." While I was still trying to position it, it just said "Hold steady," and I took the picture, and it read it perfectly. Everything that was on the page. Yeah. So yeah. I asked I my wife if there was pictures in Newfoundland. Same thing. I did the same thing. If the menu, I, they gave me a restaurant menu with one like laminated page. Yeah. And I used I opened Voice Dream Scanner and just took a picture of it, and it worked perfect. Yeah. 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 The. Uh, and there was another restaurant we were at one time. Uh, I don't remember it to be Baton Rouge or or the K. Uh, and it was probably six months ago, but the. The menu that I was reading when I scanned the QR code was different from what uh, my wife was reading, like in a, in a oh, wow. print menu. Okay. So oh, my goodness. Just yeah. So that's just poor. Uh, they just didn't update. Would the QR code, because it can contain so much information, uh, would it have your identification attached to your vaccine status since health cards you need to have your it's a photo id so that a third person can't use your information for health care just wondering uh, and if your picture is there how much other information is being conveyed so that the wait staff can read it and identify you as the person who's had those two vaccinations Okay, in BC, no, it does not contain your photo. It does not contain anything like that, your name and your vaccine status only. You must use a second piece of ID with your photo on it to show them. And in BC, uh, uh, unlike, say, Quebec, uh, we have a non-driver's license government identification card. So for many of us in our community, we would be using that as our second piece of ID or a... Um, you can also use a passport. But no, there's, at least in BC, there will be no photo uh, that they will see of you. Okay, and Ontario uses that same system of a non-driver license. But I didn't, I don't think I've ever heard anyone describe that it's an actual two-part system. Once the QR code and then the second piece of identification, so. Only if they're curious. concerned, only if they're concerned. Well. I, yeah, I think I think I heard that before too. That they may use that. You you may need photo ID in Ontario to go with it too, because there's only I I I think uh, I've heard the same thing that the QR code will only contain that your you know your name and you know you're you're fully vaccinated. That that's pretty well it. Now whether the person who's deciding whether you get in or not would ask for ID. Um, maybe they're supposed to, to just to show that you 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 know you are the name that's coming up on the QR code. Um, you know, I'm not sure. Maybe they'll just let you in after looking at the QR code, assuming that you don't have somebody else's phone with you, right? Yeah. The other, just the other little bit of information. I'm just looking at mine now because I did yesterday. It 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 clearly says BC vaccine card. It has my name. 
It's it's green in color with a check mark that says vaccinated. So that means I've had both my shots. It also communicates the when when it was issued. So mine says issued on September the 7th at 1652. So I guess that's that's all the information that's on the screenshot I took, which should be suffice to get me into places. And like you say, Wayne, they probably will ask proof that I'm the individual that's listed on the screenshot. So they should actually for, you know, just for, yeah. So Wayne, as always, thank you for such a thorough, uh, well thought through presentation and discussion, because this has obviously become quite an important topic uh, even more than we would have imagined, <laughs> even a few yeah. months ago, I guess. Um, and just interesting to know that the technology we use contains the ability to, to, to read these. And just interesting to hear about all the various ways that they're being used and what people are thinking about with regards to vaccines and everything. But thank you so very much. Thanks to everybody else, too, for coming and being with us and reminder that uh, our elections Canada call is in uh, about five hours from this very time in this very room here so people do um, hopefully people will attend that as well so thank you so much thank you for listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind there are many ways to get in touch with us you can call us toll-free at one 304 You can follow our GTT blog at gttprogram.blog. If you'd like to subscribe to our email support list, you can send a blank email to gttsupport plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And you can follow the Canadian Council of the Blind on the web at ccbnational.com.